Hello, my name is Jillian. My name is Yolanda, and welcome to The Pemberley Podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of The Pemberley Podcast. What is it? A few weeks ago? A month ago? Who knows? We saw a show Mm -hmm. called The Sovet Squad. Woohoo, it was a great show. Starring Lizzie Bennett. The Tin Can Brothers uh, wrote it and started it, Mm -hmm. directed it. We got a hug from Joey Richter. Oh my gosh. Remember that? That's a great reminder. I I know you didn't forget about that. (laughs) No, because I paused for my own hug. I I know, he was going in for a group hug, and you're like, no thanks. I'm not about this group hug situation no. joy richter even though the show isn't running it was only for like two weekends that it ran yeah. it's actually on youtube now so it can run forever yeah it will run forever in your hearts and in, in and your, on youtube <laughs> and on youtube so i think if you want to watch it you can just go to their youtube channel tin can brothers and if it's not all released at this point i believe you are able to purchase it on itunes and you can also support them in that way so yeah check it out it's it's fun to rewatch it because yeah. i like there's stuff I forgot about, and so I'm like, oh, that was funny. Oh, that was funny. And you think it was technically a different show because they weren't filming that's it while true. we were there. So this was like a different. It's like very interesting how like that's how it works when you film a performance. Like not every performance goes exactly the same way. Yeah. You hope it does. Yeah. But maybe you hope it doesn't. This is the version that's immortalized. That the most statistically speaking, the most amount of people are going to see. And speaking of shows. <gasps> I think, Yolanda, you have something very interesting to tell the listeners. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so uh, two weeks ago now, I saw Hamilton <laughs> at the Pantages in LA. Yay. Uh, tell us about it. Tell oh us everything. Man. It was, oh my goodness. I got there and found my seat and, you know, just had enough time. We like went up and like walked to the front and like took pictures of the stage and we were there. We were in the room when it happened. <laughs> and then the lights go down and i mean if if you haven't seen if you're in the la area or if at any time you're planning to see hamilton and you have not listened to the soundtrack i recommend you don't um so if you have and you are planning to see it see it then don't listen to it for the time being just because it it literally is the entire show each song bleeds into the next song Mm -hmm. Uh, there are some surprises i will say and uh well it's u.s history are there a lot of surprises like as far as in the performance (laughs) oh like there's certain things that are left out of the song you got to see the dancing yeah 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 yeah. so that was i mean you know i watched the tony's performance over and over so that part wasn't a surprise but yeah i think a lot of it still like staging wise and how different things actually look were still it was great it was a great surprise and the cast is just really good a lot of them were from the Chicago cast Mm. and they chose to do the touring one as well and so they were in San Fran and now they're here and uh, we did stage door afterward, and we met some of them. We're like, oh, you guys oh, are so great. Did oh. you meet Lynn? No, he wasn't there for No, your... he wasn't there. I haven't seen Hamilton, but I feel like we've seen it together. Yeah. Because back when we were interns and we were commuting, we just listened to the Hamilton we just soundtrack. To Hamilton. Over yeah. and over and over, and we knew it all. I still know it all, probably, <sighs> subliminally. But you got to put wor- like the words to what's happening to in front of you. Yeah. And the actors, and they're all so amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. I'm happy for you. And I feel like everyone else around me is like, I got Hamilton tickets. I got him. Like, wow, I 
I'm thrilled for all of you. <laughs> There's always the app, and I've been entering every day for the lottery. Wow. Which you can do. That's true. That's you, true. You can be doing this too, Okay, Jillian. I'll do it. I'll just be bad with apps. And then you I'm just 80. deal with the awful notifications that I got like twice while we were like, recording. You didn't get like, it. Sorry. You didn't win a chance to purchase tickets to Hamilton. We hope you'll be back. Like, fine. Hopefully. We'll see. I will be back, but it doesn't... You'll be back. <laughs> exactly. Soon you'll see. It doesn't hurt any less. Nope. <laughs> so speaking of shows, I guess we should talk about the Lizzie Bennet Diaries now. I guess. <laughs> Your, still like your just, heavy heart where you're like, mentally, I was in the theater. I, I was know. with them all. I'm just like, who can I talk about? Who else? Jordan was great as, as a Lafayette. And Lafayette. <sighs> Good. Hamilton feels. Times. Lynn. Lynn Manuel. Miranda. We still don't really know if he's a Pride and Prejudice fan or Jane Austen fan. I like to think he would, I would be. Think so. He's like very into the arts yeah. and like lit. I mean, like. Pride and Prejudice is historical, like Hamilton was historical, you it's know? Very true. He should write the next Pride and Prejudice, mu- like if he's like, hasn't found his next project yet. Yeah. He, I mean, I'm sure he's like too busy counting his money in Hollywood, <laughs> but he should write a Broadway show for Pride and Prejudice and whatever he, you know, what he does best, he should do that. Imagine Elizabeth Bennett with like these crazy raps and like, can, there can be a rap for everything of like 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 the moment they see Bing, the her first interaction with Darcy. Can you imagine what kind of spitfire could happen between Lizzie and Darcy because they're both so oh, smart and man. so wry? You know what? There's actually so Davi Diggs, who was the original Lafayette. I'm, I'm, I know of him. I'm saying it for for our listeners <laughs> who may not know. So Davi Diggs and his best friend Raphael Casal started this thing in New York called the Bars Workshop, and basically what they started doing was they like anyone can apply to this program and they have a show where people have created raps from classic literature so so there's one like there's an alice in wonderland one there's actually from even movies too because someone did one from kill bill and i think in last year's one there was one for pride and prejudice so it was like kind of in this boxing ring and it was darcy and elizabeth (gasps) kind of doing spoken word rap battle toward each other so it's pretty awesome yeah and we can link to it in the wordpress page something like that kind of exists but but like the whole thing but lynn can create the the world around it darcy's letter could be a rap it'll be called darcy's letter Yeah, we're let's well, let's you and I write this, Yolanda. So we're gonna write this for Lynn, and then and he's gonna. Be we'll like, let him take credit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll be like, well, his we're his ghost writers, yeah. and we're gonna be like, Lynn, Lynn, we got the next big thing for you, and we'll rap it for you. Like well, you and I can learn how to rap. Yes, there we Hamilton go. Hamilton taught us how to rap, and Great. then we'll record it here in your apartment, in my apartment with our podcast we'll microphone. We'll do a, a two woman, one woman show. Yeah. of this show, we'll play all the parts. Yeah, <laughs> I know you're kidding. I'm like only half kidding i think we can make this happen yes a whole pride and prejudice like with rap and we can like incorporate all the social intricacies into it and the pain oh it's gonna be great we'll be like um in solvent squad brian rosenthal where he played everyone else brian's character well he's like a million characters we'll do that when we make the programs it'll be like jillian and yolanda everyone Everyone and everything. <laughs> Everyone, yeah. And we'll have a bunch of wigs, and we'll have a bunch of costumes. I'm excited about this. We'll invite, like, ten friends. Yeah. <laughs> All of our friends, which will amount to ten. Yeah, exactly. 
We'll get a theater space. We'll make this happen. We'll just rent out the same one that the Solid Squad is at. It's close by. You know what? Teamwork makes the dream work. You know what? Let's just cast Gabe Greenspan as Darcy. Yeah! <laughs> Let's cast the whole He's a good looking guy. He, he could play Darcy. He could totally be Darcy. I, do you think he can rap? We'll have to we'll have to check with his agent. I yeah. don't know. Because we're that serious about this. Oh, yes. We have to ask everyone's agent. <laughs> we can't actually talk to him directly. We have to no. talk to his agent. And we also can't pay anybody. <laughs> but we can pay them in... It's theater. <laughs> it's theater. Nobody gets paid in the theater. Yet, unless you're Lin-Manuel Miranda. And then they're like, <laughs> then shut up like and take my money. $4 million dollars or something, like a week. I don't know. So be sure to tune in for details of our, our show that will eventually happen oh yeah we've got to write we've got to write it first we'll write it we'll, we'll do the solid squad method of like we'll have a performance but then we'll put it on youtube you so know you guys can buy it on iTunes. We'll, we'll give you pre-sale tickets whatever you know live stream it periscope. i love it I was, Paris- like, I was like periscope what? is like two years old <laughs> you know, Yolanda. So i was trying to remember where the name you, of it do you want to put it on broadcast television <laughs> on the radio perhaps we could record it on one of those tin cans that <laughs> came before records and yeah. send those to people People. We'll like just have a network of them yeah. out around the area. Yep. So we'll film it in black and white. <laughs> <laughs> so that way it seems like, huh, maybe this isn't that bad. <laughs> Gee whiz, maybe we can make it on the Ed Sullivan show. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're not going to take it seriously, yeah, I'm taking it very seriously. <laughs> Transitioning into the Lizzie Bennett Diaries. There's no smooth transition. There's no smooth... Oh, let's try and find a smooth... No, I can't think of any smooth transitions. So we're going to start talking about the show now. Yes. The Pemberley (laughs) Podcast Show, episode 69, Simmer Friends, written by Rachel Kiley. One of the few episodes that does not have Ashley Clements. It is an Ashley Clements-less video, which is fine. We get some excellent performances out of Mary-Kate and Laura. Lydia has hijacked yet again Lizzie's videos and is ecstatic about the fact that this is episode 69. It is a sexual reference that we will leave at that. But <laughs> I'm like, we are. We You're like, what? We weren't going to mention that. No, I just know. I thought you were like, we'll link to the Urban Dictionary. We'll link you to Urban Dictionary and some videos that we found online. <laughs> No, we're not. But it's hilarious because that cackle I just did is pretty much how Lydia starts the video. Lydia's laugh. (laughs) Put a section of that in in here now. And this is episode 69. (laughs) She laughs through the theme song. (laughs) Yes, that's the great part. Like, we're like, oh, it'll pause for... No, it doesn't. Like, geez, how many times did Mary-Kate have to cackle? Like, ah, 69, (laughs) ha, ha, ha. I like to think that when they were like thinking of this episode in the writer's room, Rachel Kelly was like, wait, are we just not going to acknowledge that it's episode 69? And they're yeah. like, do whatever you want. And it turned out brilliant. It did. Yeah, it's very funny. And I, I do like that. We <laughs> notice a pattern with like Rachel Kylie really writes well to Lydia. Yeah. And like she like, I mean, she wrote the Lydia Bennett mm-hmm. diaries too. Yeah. So of course, when a video features Lydia, it's like, oh, Rachel Kylie wrote yeah. this episode. Um, <laughs> And Lydia kind of launches right into her typical... Woo, yeah, like with her yeah, picture like, arm what? movements and mwah, and winks and nudges. And she, she's like, the adorbs is here. She calls us the loyal little adorbites. I love that. Adorable. <laughs> adorbites. When I text you, I'm going to be like, hey, adorb, hey, fellow adorbite. <laughs> 
Jane enters because she comes in knowing she's going to be an actress. So she doesn't just come in the room. Right. She enters stage left yeah. or stage. I don't know how right. stage left well, and right Stage work. left. Stage. It's Wait. just the left. Stage right? right. Stage right. So stage right is her right. Yes. But it's our left. Our left. And she enters stage right. Theater. We <laughs> we're going to have a two woman show soon. And we're like, what is stage left? <laughs> I think that's what people are going to pay to see. Exactly. Oh, and they will pay. Um, they're going to be like me, like, Yolanda, which one is stage left? I, like, haven't done drama since middle school. I, <laughs> I just, I was thinking back to yet another John Mulaney interview where he said, actors don't leave, they exit. Oh, yeah. So I was just thinking, like, Jane isn't coming in. She's entering yes. stage Right. Yes, stage right. And she's like, I don't know about this. And oh, right, because she's in Lydia Costume Theater. Because she's like, why can't I be Lizzie and you be you? Because I want to dress up. It's way more fun this way. Okay. Jeez, I love Lydia's interpretation of her older sister. I'm just super nerdy and have to live at the library with the books and the dust and the sadness because that's what nerdy people do. Lizzie is in school and so she's self-studying. So someone needed to make a video. Yeah. And she was happy to do it as Lizzie. And then Jane is so nice and says Lydia is like a special snowflake. She's always just so encouraging of her sisters of like, you know, you can do anything you set your mind to. So be, be happy, be better people. I do notice that like Jane in these past few episodes has been just in a gloomy mood, I guess. She's not typical Jane like, hi, I made cookies. I'm like sewing a new skirt and I'm doing all this kind of stuff. She's just... I don't know. She's just not the Jane we used to know. I mean, later in the episode, she can't even say the word snickerdoodles. Yeah. And people noticed. When I was scrolling through the comments, half of them were like, oh, my heart is breaking. She can't say snickerdoodle. What is it? She's like, cinnamon sugar cookies. Yeah. It's the same thing as snickerdoodles. (laughs) She basically says what it is. Yeah. Like we're on um, Chopped. (laughs) <laughs> the show Chopped, where they're like, uh, I have made here, like, uh, like macaroni and cheese. Like, I have made for you boiled noodles with, uh, melted cheese, like, whatever, name the cheese. Sure. With melted, like, cheddar, uh, r- roasted cheddar on top, whatever they say. Yeah. They just describe just like, what it is. It's mac and cheese. Mac and cheese. <laughs> say what it is. So at least, I think, maybe Lydia's using this as a way, too, to kind of cheer up Jane, you know? Yeah. They're... She does want to bring more fun into the mix. They are... They continue on with their costume theater, and Lydia's like, "Can you, you know, step up the adorbs? You know, like I'm way more adorable than you're <laughs> than you're acting right now." In Jane's defense, I don't think she's like too sad to play Lydia. No. I think Lydia Lydia's just like a boisterous character, yes. and she has to get into it. And boy, does she! <laughs> just the arm movements and the kisses and the what and the and the winks and the holding out the yes. arm for the high five. So it's great, pretty amazing. <laughs> it's like, yep, that's that's Lydia in a nutshell. We don't deserve Laura Spencer. <laughs> Uh, and I also love there there was another acknowledgement of the 69 joke when she's like, open yourself to inhabiting a new person or letting a new person inhabit you. And normally I wouldn't interpret that as dirty. But the next thing she uh, Lydia or Laura, as Jane says, is, wow, Lydia, you're taking this whole 69 thing seriously. I don't think Jane is. Being like, oh, you're taking the thing literally. No. She's just like, oh, you're taking this video really seriously. I'm so happy for you. You're, but you know, I feel like you're the... sticking to a, a thing for once. I feel though, like the fact that she mentioned the yes. number. Yeah, that was for us. That was for the yeah. audience. 
again, this is a video where, like, not a ton happens plot-wise. Yeah. But I feel like it sets the stage for, like, a very important sort of, like, mental healing that Jane's gonna have. Yeah. Which is, Lydia's like, we need to move on from our summer friends. Like, that's what she calls them, the summer friends. Yeah. I mean, that's a thing where Lydia has that line of, I liked it so much better when it was just you and me and Lizzie and Charlotte. And Mary. Mary's cool too. Hi, Mary. She and Lizzie have more in common than either of them would care to admit. Oh, yeah. Yes, Lizzie is living amongst the dust and the <laughs> books and the sadness, but she also hates to see her family hurt. She hates yeah. to see people moving on and, well, like, moving on without her. And so Lydia's like, I kind of wish things would go back to the way they were before. Like, before Jane had her heart broken, before Darcy was rude, before Caroline snubbed us. I mean, in speaking to Lydia's videos, Lydia took a road trip just to see Jane because mm-hmm. of the fact that Lizzie was gone and she felt like everything that had been normal for Lydia before was just gone. Everyone was, like, had left her, really. So in a desperate, you know, moment, she just drove to Los Angeles to be with Jane. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the place where Lydia's at right now. So, of course, she's more happy than maybe even she'd like to admit that all her sisters are back home yeah. for the holidays. And and she's like, I know you're heartbroken over this guy, but let's just, like, let's move on. Let's, yeah. let's forget that they ever swooped in and broke all of our hearts. Yeah. Even though, like, Lydia, I mean, sure, she got banged to throw the party. Mm-hmm. But Lydia was never, like, friends, friends with any of them. I mean, she just saw I kind mean, of the hurt happen. Yeah. She saw all that unfold and she couldn't really do anything about it, which must have been a frustrating position for her to be in. Because they undeniably were like a big part of the Bennett's lives for a while. I mean, that's yeah. where her two older sisters were staying while the house was getting remodeled. Yeah. She saw the impact it had on her sisters and she's like, forget about them. Mm-hmm. Forget about it. That's what she said without saying it. <laughs> and then she finishes off with one final dirty joke when Jane innocently says, I hope everyone gets a happy ending. And Lydia just laughs and that was episode 69 so then after that episode 70 new jane written by kate rorick lizzie is back yes finally she's never gone like two episodes in a row i know we see a new side of jane in this episode i think it started like with lydia's hey let's move on and jane took it to heart and she is it's weird how lydia passed on some wisdom to jane who's passing on wisdom to lizzie it's this intricate web of wisdom um and she basically says i've decided to move on like get over bing like of course it still hurts that he hurt me but let's not like blame darcy because like bing could have fought for me yeah he could have stepped in and uh he didn't i think she's finally got into the place where she is fully blaming bing like mm-hmm. as much as it hurts to admit that to even to herself she's like you know what sure darcy got involved sure he maybe was the reason that we even split up in the first place. Mm-hmm. But it's still very much so Bing's decision. You know, it's it's his life. Mm-hmm. He doesn't need to follow everything Darcy tells him. And who wants to be with a guy who listens exclusively, who, like, takes orders from his best friend? Yeah, who, like, so easily just, like, oh, okay. And, like, just broke up with her. She was dating know? a doormat. <laughs> I mean, again, like, I don't know if they had an official breakup or if Bing just left. I think that's what was so sucky about it, is yeah. he just left. Like, there was no conversation about, like, this is fun, but I'm not into you anymore he just left he treated it like wick up like it was casual yeah oh yeah guys oh my god am i right i don't like that parallel between wickham and bing yeah they both up i mean like the difference is 
Bing actually does love Jane. And he was like thinking he was doing the right thing for both of them by leaving. And Wickham is just a douchebag <laughs> yeah. who like uses women. Yeah. But they did both were like, well, you know, you clearly read into this more. I'm going to a different city. Right. Bye. And Bing and. Let that sink in, listeners. <laughs> Bing is like Wickham a little bit. Uh, Bing's just very non confrontational. He's yeah. just like, I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to break anyone's heart. So I'm going to leave and I don't want to deal I'm with gonna it. I'm going to act like it wasn't that big of a deal for either of us. Yeah. And then, you know, time passed and it's like, it becomes it's like, you should have said something already. And like too much time has passed. Yeah. And now she's living in a city. I'm 100% sure he knows about it. Yeah. Of course, he doesn't know about the Lizzie Bennet diaries. Right. <laughs> hey, Charlotte. <laughs> Everyone knows. Everyone knows. And he's like, oh my gosh, what if I run into her? (laughs) I mean, like, LA is a huge city. I don't know. Yeah. It's like very possible to never run into anyone, but. And then freaking Lizzie dives into, I'm shadowing this English company online. And I'm like, no, this second independent study is dead to me. (laughs) Skip to Pemberley. Give the people what they paid to see. That's, we know that's gotta be, that's gotta be one of them. She's gotta go to Pemberley. She has to go to Pemberley. Like, we didn't really, I I think we didn't like really think about it at the time. I like, yeah. Have they even mentioned Pemberley Digital so far? I don't think so. No. Pemberley Digital has like not been mentioned. So we don't, we we don't anticipate, oh, I guess we kind of anticipate she'll see Darcy, but we never know where and how. Like how how she's going to see Darcy. But we're like biding our time until Pemberley and she's just, I guess, shadowing a company online. I don't know what you can shadow online. Are you CC'd on emails? (laughs) How is this happening? But I think a lot of people were like, oh, is this a Pride and Prejudice reference? Because she's shadowing in English company maybe they thought that was pemberley like oh it's, yeah it's not gonna be a real place it's gonna be like an, uh, a skype chat room or well, like a chat, it, chat it, video chat it keeps her at home is what yeah, it does because yeah. think about it can you imagine having her like go to another one and she's like recording live for my hotel room yeah you know, that would be annoying um, they have to rent a hotel they have to get a hotel room i know production. that'd be hilarious like hello we'd like to rent a room and then they bring in all this camera equipment <laughs> oh, we just saw episode 69 no! yolanda anyway and then Lizzie, once again, is paranoid about everyone else moving on with their lives until Jane comes. Because Charlotte's gone. She, she's gone back to Collins and Collins yeah. in NorCal or wherever it is. And Jane is about to take the train back to LA. Yeah. And so Lizzie's like, oh, well, I'll just be here alone again. Jane actually calls out Lizzie. Yeah. Or, you know, this doesn't happen often, but there are times when, like, Jane, you know, Jane is a very supportive older sister. She wants to make sure that both her sisters are happy and that they are doing what they want to do and just making sure like they both feel supported in every way possible. We don't always see older sister Jane of like, so what are you doing with your life? <laughs> like mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. You're worried about me being away in the city, but I'm really worried about you being afraid to leave home. Uh, I was just gone for two months. Visiting Charlotte isn't the same as leaving. No and one's questioning the girl with the master, the almost master's degree. Yeah. Because, I mean, Lizzie starts off by saying, I'm worried about you. Because yeah. she's like, he, she's still heartbroken from Bing. And then freaking Jane steps up and is like, you know what? I am kind of heartbroken. But, and this is the wisest thing she says. I don't need one failed relationship to define me. And I think that's why she's been so angry for a long time. I mean, like, think about it. Jane 
like was not really successful at the beginning of the show. She was like underpaid, overworked, still living at home. And she's even older than Lizzie. And she's not pursuing a master's degree. Like she, I think, went to like fashion or design school or something, Mm -hmm. got this crappy job. And now she's kind of moving on and she sees how great it is to move on. Yeah. And she's like, you need to do, you need to make a plan. Like, what are you doing when you graduate? And Lizzie's like, oh, I don't know. It'll take time to figure out. Figure it out because like you're a smart, strong, independent woman and you need to get it together. Jane is like really out there in the world now. Yeah. You know, she was sort of miserable, I guess, or sort of, yeah, she was overworked in, mm-hmm. a, in many ways because she was sort of just stuck in her normal everyday life at home, overworked, and nothing was really changing. And sure, Bing and Darcy and Caroline sort of disrupted all that, but it ended up being good for Jane because mm-hmm. of the fact that now she's on to bigger and better things. She's in an apartment. I'm assuming she's not defaulting on her student loans anymore. Yes. She's probably making actual money. So, of course, like with Lizzie, she's like, Jane is using her older wiser sister knowledge to like pass that on to lizzie saying like Mm. like how are you gonna also move on because i'm doing great now Mm. i'm in a good place and i want you to be there too but lizzie comes up with excuses i'm needed here mom needs someone to unleash her crazy on and lydia needs the occasional reality check and dad needs help setting up his model trains i mean what's nice is the bennett's are clearly a very close family yeah which is nice like i don't know if Mr. and Mrs. Bennett could handle being empty nesters. I mean, yeah. you know. As much as Mrs. Bennett is like wanting them to go off and get married, I don't know if she's like, go off, get married, and move to a new state. She's like, no, just stay within our county and we'll be, fa- we'll be I fine. Mean, she wants them to get married and move on because, like, to her, that's like what you're supposed to do. That's how, yeah. that's what brings you happiness. And mm. so. It's really, like, her wanting the best for her daughters, yeah. you know? And so that's what it is. And then she wants grandkids. Exactly. You know? <laughs> I did think it was interesting that Jane brought up the Collins job offer, mm-hmm. which has not been brought up since that Since happened. we're like, oh, we're happy for Charlotte. And she's like, why did you give it to Charlotte? Yeah. She gave it to Charlotte. And she kind of does these questions to get Lizzie to say that it would have been scary to give up school to take this job Mm. to kind of jump into the unknown. Lizzie is someone who, again, isn't a fan of change and she likes the way things are. She likes being at home and being with her sisters, not having anything really change beyond that. So for her to leave school and take that job would have been very scary. It would have been scary for anyone. And Lizzie wasn't willing to to give that up. And so Jane's like, just because it's scary doesn't mean like you shouldn't do it. Mm Mm-hmm. That's like a bold thing because I think all the Bennett sisters like their cozy little lives at home. Yeah. And now Jane, who's like the coziest of all of them. Yeah. Who can't even say the word snickerdoodle. Yeah. She's like in the big bad city killing it. And then, you know, Lydia's gallivanting around and Lizzie's just kind of here and she only leaves when it's related to school or like visiting Mm -hmm. Charlotte or something. And she's like, I'm left with questions like, hard questions that I need to ask myself. Yeah. Which, like, what are you going to do after grad school, Lizzie? Yeah. Like, what do you, I mean, what does she want to do, you know? Like, she's pursuing this amazing degree, this higher right. education, and she's like, well, what next? Like, I, I'm willing to do a lot of things, but, like, what do I want to do? It's, like, a hard question to ask yourself because you don't know what you deserve yet. She doesn't even, like, feel comfortable leaving her childhood bedroom. She doesn't know what she can ask for. I feel like, though, if you go to grad school... You should have an idea of what you, you should. want to do. Oh, you should. Because but... that's a lot more of student loans that you oh, need yeah. to take on. Grad school's more expensive than college, if you can believe it. Yes. It's like the same price for half the time. Exactly. So I feel like if you're going to get your master's in something, 
Yeah. Maybe it's something like... Milk that cow dry. <laughs> We'd also like to implement a new um, segment. segment into the show. We should actually probably backtrack a little bit and do it for the last episode too, called WWDD. What would Darcy do? In other words, we know he's been watching the videos since, you know, episode six. Like, well, all of them now. He's like now watched all of them. Yeah. But I don't think he's going to stop. He's no. like window into the love of his life's soul. You know, yeah. he like went away and like licked his wounds and now he's watching. And I think Darcy's coming out on top based on what he's seeing. Because think about it. She bashed Wickham. Or she didn't bash Wickham, but she like told Darcy's side in the last episode. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think he has no real reaction to episode 69. I think like the moment rolling. Lydia started laughing, he just like X'd out Next. and was like, done. I don't need to see the rest done. of this. <laughs> so he's seen 99 of the 100 videos that yeah. eventually came out. So do you think when he's watching episode 70, he's like, wait, she needs another company to shadow? <gasps> I have a company. Doesn't Dr. Gardner, like, recommend Pemberley to her? And he's a fan of her work? Like, they know each other? Maybe Because remember, they have the verisimilitude. That's the verisimilitude episode. So did Darcy, like, call up Dr. Gardner and was like, so, you know, my company's always open to student, grad students who may be looking for a company to shadow. And she's like, oh, that's weird. Who may be in their last semester or something. Someone, this month, for this month, I, you know, only... Someone fits that exact profile, Darcy. What a coincidence. That's insane. I will pass this along to the students <laughs> that uh, are doing independent study. And, you know, I'll see what she thinks. And Because Dr. Gardner, like, sets Lissy up with a place in San Francisco, doesn't she? I think so. She likes, or I, I think I read this in the book. I don't know if I oh, like. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm trying to think. I don't think they mention it in the episodes. But basically, Dr. Gardner, like, has a friend who's out of town. And Lizzie's like, watering the plants and staying in a beautiful, I mean, because there's, if there's any place more expensive than L.A., it's San Francisco. <laughs> and she's staying in a beautiful apartment completely for free. Gears are turning in Darcy's head yeah. because she's now asking herself some difficult questions. She's like, oh, oh, she's, like, interested in British stuff. Uh, Pemberley, because remember, he, like, tells us Pemberley was, like, named after the estate my family came from hundreds of years ago. And, oof. Ooh, yeah, he's watching this and the gears are turning. He's a smart man. He's plotting. <laughs> Mama didn't raise no fool. <laughs> I think that's the takeaway for Darcy in these episode. In this episode. He's just like, I have a company. She needs to shadow a company. Hmm. I'm going to make this happen. <laughs> Which is weird because if you think about it, later on when they meet, it's like, oh, I had no idea you were doing this. Right. Maybe he's, a, he's Darcy is a great actor. He's just like, oh, you're here. He probably like accidentally sent something to Georgiana letting her know and so she, he's like I know I'll make my sister reintroduce us because everyone loves Gigi it's great it's brilliant jumping to the comment section now where we read original YouTube comments from when the episodes first aired for episode 69 Sam Fa 93 says I love how Jane let go with that impression hilarious uh, I actually quite like this Lydia this version of PMP has obviously done its own interpretation of certain events. Example, Mr. Collins and Charlotte. So I hope they don't make Lydia an annoying idiot with the whole Wickham thing. Interested to see their take on Georgiana and everything. The Pink Maid 20 says, Whenever I see Lydia in these videos, I get so sad because she wants to be closer to her sisters, but they don't really treat her seriously because all they see is the crazy, I don't care persona she projects because it hurts her less that 
way when Lizzie, when they, Lizzie, say something mean about to her. And all she really wants is someone to tell her that she is perfect and funny and gives her hugs, but they don't. Jane is busy with her heart and Lizzie is always busy with something or someone else. This makes me think about the uh, five love languages. Like, have you heard of this? Where it's like, you re- yeah. there's different five different ways people receive or give love. Huh. So it's like, there's words of affirmation, there's giving gifts, there's quality time, there's like physical touch, and then there's one more that I'm forgetting. But I think the way that Lydia receives love is words of affirmation like she just wants to just hear positive things about her all the time Mm -hmm. someone like lizzie seems like more of a quality time kind of person yeah and jane i'm not sure i think maybe gifts because I will, she does least, give a lot of gifts. She at least the way she shows love is gifts. Like yeah. she, she you know sends cookies, the care packages, yeah. the cookies, and different things like that. So for Lydia, like Lizzie's never one to like give love or show love in that way of like, hey, like Lydia, you're doing great today. You're like a, you know, you look, I don't know, you mm-hmm. know, com- compliments. <laughs> uh, that's not Lizzie's way of of really showing love to Lydia. So, but that's how Lydia receives it, and that's how she like feels it. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's just like. Just three very different sisters and trying to get along together. (laughs) With their different love languages. Yeah. Lost in translation, if you will. And then comments for episode 70. Rachel says, Old Jane will be back at Christmas with cinnamon sugar cookies. That broke my heart. Because she can't say snickerdoodles. She can't say snickerdoodles. It's too painful. Patrick 90s kid says, I don't need one failed relationship to define me. I love Jane's attitude and caring nature towards Lizzie in this episode. Madeline Wilson says, Wow, Jane, way to punch me in the stomach with all the questions I don't want to ask myself. Gah. You know, Jane's just serving too much realness for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Green Day Feaster says, She couldn't even say snickerdoodles. Ugh, I want to give her a care package of awesome things and a hilarious card to cheer her up. Bing needs to have some sense slapped into him and Darcy needs a cold cup of water <laughs> thrown into his face just because... I like this person's idea of revenge. You've hurt Jane. You've hurt us all. And you deserve a cold cup of water in the face. (laughs) It could have been anything. Could have been like a slushy. Yeah. A la glee. A la glee or a hot cup of coffee. That'll teach you. That'll learn you. That'll wake them up. Yeah. I would never wrong anyone ever again if they threw yeah. hot coffee in I mean, my face. Yeah, I mean, if you're throwing a cup of cold water in his face, he's just doing the ice bucket challenge, He's you know? just dry, he has he's to dry off. charity. Or like some Kool-Aid and it'll stain his expensive oh. clothes. That's how I always think of it. I always spill yeah. stuff all, all over me. <laughs> well, new Jane is here and I'm sure, I mean, we're not going to see Jane actually for a while because now she's she'll be back in LA. So we'll But just... she's taking care of herself. Yeah, that's good. You know, it's good that she's taking care of herself and we'll just see how lizzie does without jane for a little while hopefully she too will thrive yeah that wraps it up for this episode check out our social media you can find us on twitter and instagram at the pemberley we're on facebook at facebook.com slash the pemberley and if you'd like to talk to us directly or have any questions email us at the pemberley podcast at gmail.com and to support the podcast, donate to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash thepemberley, or leave us a review on iTunes. That helps other people to find this podcast. You can find links to all of these pages on our WordPress page, thepemberleypodcast.wordpress.com, where we also include links to anything we mentioned on the show. Thanks again for listening. Bye! Bye.